0: Good morning, again. In our reading this morning, James tells us that wisdom is from above. And first of all, it is pure. Then peaceable, gentle, compliant, and full of mercy and good fruits, without inconstancy or insincerity. To be pure means to be aligned with God, seeking to imitate him and a living in accordance with his commandments and his laws. Those who are pure are those who have decided to reject sin and to choose God. These virtues are described in today's second reading, which describe a peaceful person who is open to others and who is even in humility ready to yield to the arrogance and pride of others. As I was reflecting on this gospel and these scriptures this morning, I remember reading a long time ago about a terrible accident where a man was forcefully thrown from his car and seriously injured. Immediately, a great crowd gathered around the accident scene, and a woman was kneeling beside the injured man and assisting him. Then, suddenly, another man forced his way through the crowd to the side of the injured man and said, I am experienced, I have been trained in first aid. And he pushed the woman aside and began to administer first aid to the hurt person. The woman said to him, as he knelt down, when you come to the part where you need a doctor, just let me know because I'll be standing right here. (laughs) So humility. We, too, may want to be first on the scene and first in line when the praise and glory is handed out. Many of us were raised with values of seeking self-popularity and self-recognition. Sometimes a measure of our success in our lives may have been achieved at the unchristian-like treatment Of our brothers and sisters but as followers of Jesus Christ we must change these values from self-serving to self-sacrificing and servant of all in today's gospel the disciples do not think that Jesus can hear them as they are arguing about who is the most important of their group. When Jesus approaches them and asks them, what are you arguing about? They cannot answer because they are embarrassed about what they were discussing. This occasion clearly shows how far the disciples were from understanding the real meaning of Jesus' ministry that he had come to serve and not to be served. Repeatedly, repeatedly Jesus has told his disciples of what he was wanting and what he had waiting for him in Jerusalem. And yet they were still thinking of themselves and arguing over what position in this earthly life they would hold In his kingdom this realization must have been heartbreaking for Jesus to think his disciples were arguing over earthly powers and who is greatest even as he was making his way to Jerusalem and his torture his suffering and his crucifixion that was waiting for him there Although his disciples had been there with him all this time as his personal students, Jesus saw that there was still a great lack of understanding him. And as we have learned from past scripture readings, when a master wanted to make a pronouncement to his students, he sat and Jesus deliberately sat and once more took up the position of teacher to reinstruct his disciples that their desire to rule must be replaced with a desire to serve, that their desire to have things done for them must be replaced with a desire to do things for others, and that the greatness of his kingdom came from not being masters, but servants of all. Do we live by these teachings of Jesus? Would we live our lives differently if Jesus was right here watching us? If we took all the things that we say, all the things that we think, and all the things that we do and set them directly in the presence of Jesus, would it make a difference in the way we live our lives and the decisions that we make? If everything we did, we would ask ourselves, could I or would I do this if Jesus was right here watching me? Surprise! Jesus is here, and he watches everything that we do, that we think, or say. In scripture it says, for there is nothing hidden that will not become visible, and there is nothing secret that will not be made known and come to light. As we go about our daily activities, we would do well to remember that Jesus is watching, Jesus is listening, and Jesus is hearing all that we think, all that we say, and in everything that we do. The innocence of a child is reflected in the Gospel of Matthew when he said, Whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine you did for me. And as recorded in today's gospel, whoever receives one child such as this in my name, receives me, and whoever receives me, receives not me, but the one who sent me. Jesus is well aware of our human frailties, we sometimes have hardness of our heart towards our brothers and sisters. But before we approach the Blessed Sacrament this morning, if we have a grievance against our brother or our sister, we must forgive them. We must forgive them in our heart. And then with the peace that only Christ can give, Go to Jesus in the most blessed sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. And with a clear conscience, follow up on your vow of forgiveness by a friendly visit, a phone call, or even a long, latent letter. Just like the first aider of our story today, many of us want to be first on the scene and get all the praise and glory and recognition of being superior to others. But Jesus clearly stated that he who wants to be first and greatest in his kingdom must be last in this world and servant of all as the well-known song or hymn goes. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything, everything will be given unto you. Amen.